Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. A question that I come across frequently with colleagues, friends, next door neighbors is, can you go to physical therapy first? That's a question that comes up frequently. And I want to ask you, Edwin, what do you think about that? Well, you know, I mean, obviously we get that question all the time. And I think everybody's first impression is always like, um, what, you know, let me get my train of thought. So, you know, the typical way or the typical route everybody goes is, oh, I'm hurting. I need to go to the doctor. But the doctor doesn't mean the doctor of physical therapy. It just means like a general practitioner, mm. family medicine. Push it closer. Or you something. sound far. Um, so with that being said, um, I think we should let people know that they can come to us first. Right. right? Um, I, I think we kind of mentioned it in our last episode, you know, we're easily accessible. Mm-hmm. You know, people can come to us much faster, much easier. So if you have back pain or you have neck pain or you have something that springs up right away, you can definitely come to us first. Now, every state differs in laws, correct? Right. So um, in the state of Texas, depends on your credentials and right. your degree we have direct access and direct access means you can come to us first um and we also have the skill set to refer out so if you want to get a quick checkup make sure nothing's terribly wrong and your doctor can't see you for two months and your physical therapist is right down the road and they can see you in the same day i say why not exactly i think you know you mentioned direct access and you touched on the ability of coming to see us first but not yes that is correct direct access is basically giving physical therapists the ability to see to come to come get seen by a doctor of physical therapy without a referral and i I think you mentioned that so they can come literally off the street so to speak Mm -hmm. and meet with us and like you mentioned go through a screening and ensure that they are in fact a good candidate for physical therapy without having to wait like you mentioned two months so you have the option now within what i'd probably say the past year two years you have since september of last year yeah Yeah, yeah. so that just that just passed that we have the ability to see a patient or a person off off the streets if you will and not have to have a middleman that's huge for us because chiropractors have that ability Uh, personal trainers have that ability and of course medical doctors you can see them period yeah i was always kind of upset that people couldn't come up off the streets and see them like if we weren't personal trainers can yeah so i mean the other thing with that being said is like we have the skills to refer you out like if we feel that something is bad and you need to go see someone else whether it be an orthopedic specialist or whatever whoever specialized a podiatrist right sure we can always refer you out and say, yeah, this needs more help, which I've done. I'm sure you've done as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you, 
you think about the initial evaluation when mm -hmm. you go and meet or when you meet with your patient you ask them a series of questions mm -hmm. and if you're a good therapist which i believe we are you're going to ask questions for example red flag questions and some basic ones that come to mind are do you have night pain and, mm -hmm. and what does that mean to us if yes. they're like yes i have night pain well we have the ability to dive deeper and know okay you have night pain because you're sleeping on your shoulder it is not a sinister pathology aka cancer or those ugly type of diagnosis because we have that medical background to state you're still a good candidate for physical therapy you don't need to see your medical doctor and guess what we saved you a visit to the doctor technically speaking now we have you mentioned it's it depends on the state mm -hmm. right so speak a little bit more to that so in the state of texas um specifically here in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, anybody that has a doctorate of physical therapy, they have direct access, or we have direct access for 10 business days. Right. Right. And then someone. I will say really quick that um, you have to, the, it, I guess the criteria is a little bit more specific, but you have 10 days for a. PT that's been practicing for a year, a year yes. and then 15 days for someone who is a fellow or yes. residency trained. I was getting to that until I was rudely interrupted. Oh my word, I didn't know you were going that way. Sorry. Well, so, so yeah, so Danielle and I are residency and fellowship trained, so we would have 15 business days, so technically three weeks to see someone. Mm -hmm. um, and typically, you know, if, if an in injury is pretty acute, um, meaning it just happened, that's pretty much like I feel like the time that we need to get someone better. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, it gets the pain away, but typically by the three-week mark, um, I transition a person into kind of like a performance program sure. to where it's typically more exercise-based. Sure. But it's you know it's obviously very specific to their needs and their injury and why they're there. Right. So you 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 use those three weeks as a I feel like a a the, critical time frame to get them back to where they were with without having to send them to their you know referring physician or their primary care now you're not saying that you're not going to send them there if yeah. they, it, they do warrant further mm -hmm. investigation yeah you like, have the capability to do that yeah for example um i had a patient actually they went to your place of work they did so i have a patient that said hey my mother-in-law can't walk there's an issue she slipped and she fell mm -hmm. and then i was like okay so what's going on and right away but the thing she was telling me is like oh she needs to get checked out right well then they set up a doctor's visit and the doctor's visit was not for like another 45 days out Jeez. and this lady couldn't walk and mm -hmm. so i you know i work in my clinic i don't really do concierge visits but um you know i made the time i was like let me go to the house if mm -hmm. you're okay with it i took my table took my treatment table and checked this lady out you know, middle-aged woman, mm -hmm. right? Fell, ankle pain, heel pain. And uh, so then once I checked her out, I found out pretty fast she had an Achilles rupture. Nice. Okay. Well, not nice for the patient. Yeah, yeah. But. So, so what, what I did there, I was like, hey, like you need to go now ASAP because I suspect it's torn. Sure. So then that's when I text you. Mm -hmm. It's like, who do you recommend that can get my patient in quick? Right. And so then I referred her to your surgeon. How'd it go? And she had surgery within a week or two. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so we have that ability. Like, right. At the end of the day, if we feel that something is terrible and that conservative rehab won't help, mm -hmm. well, we can refer you out. Yeah, I think... 
I feel that our capability to refer is there. Yeah. We don't necessarily need to have that the the doctor hovering or the permission from the doctor to say you know what they do need physical therapy. Mm. I believe that doc medical doctors are educated enough to know that we're getting the appropriate education to trust that we're going to refer to them should they need it. Now, I can't I wish I could say that across the field of physical therapy that there are that you know, we all understand the importance of imaging when necessary, mm-hmm. but not everyone shares the same education at every level, PhD, MD, all, there are some shortcomings. That's just what mm-hmm. it is. But I think in our field, we have been hiding behind the fact that the doctor referred to us for physical therapy. So therefore we're going to trust that the their diagnosis is what it is what it is they referred to ankle pain but instead with your investigation you found an achilles rupture yes you know what i'm saying so we i i trust that you know between you and i i know that we're going to go that extra step to ensure that we rule out above and below you know looking mm-hmm. at the whole picture versus just their foot yeah we got to look at everybody globally right yeah. right right I, I think that's 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 what kind of separates both not necessarily just you and I I do believe that there are several or many therapists that take the time to investigate further Mm -hmm. then you have the therapist that you know run of the mill that just Mm -hmm. see knee pain and address knee pain and forget that have you do straight leg raises for 12 weeks exactly and hope (laughs) for the best those are the kinds of things that really irk me and going back to the direct access ability when we when you have a patient that has history of back pain and was and did see physical there and did see a physical therapist and had a successful outcome they know what they need to do they had a minor setback they just need to get back into physical therapy but they have to go through these loops and jumps and wait 45 days to be seen by a doctor just to come back to us when they know it helped from the beginning mm-hmm. those are the kinds of things that you know aren't necessary aren't necessary but mm-hmm. that is our healthcare system right now Yes, and, and that's the other thing with like uh, you know my practice, <clears throat> Danielle's practice. We're really you know marketing to you, the people. We're mm-hmm. not. I mean, yes, at the end of the day, we needed someone else's permission to see you longer than fifteen days. Right. But that's a good point. You know, um, at the end of the day, we're trying to get you educated and know that there are other avenues, and that you shouldn't settle for crappy healthcare. Sure. Right. Um, the the other thing too is you know I always get the questions like oh my knee hurts I need an MRI or do I need an MRI for my back pain mm. and you know at the end of the day you may need one but in reality you probably don't right so so kind of going off of that I you know we're we're trained in a way where we do all these tests right and I tell my patients I'm a walk-in MRI like like maybe not but you know i I tell people like you know we can typically figure out if there is something that needs to be done sure so you know you always have patients that are very adamant i need an mri i need an x-ray um but we can tell you right off the bat because we do a very extensive evaluation Mm -hmm. to really see if you need an mri and an MRI at the end of the day is going to cost you like $2,600, especially right. if you have not met your deductible. Right. So are you going to pay 175 visits, uh, a visit to see me and see what's going on, or are you going to go pay $2,600 off And of get that? nothing and done. And get nothing out of it. But have an image. 
But have an image and have a picture. I think people overlook that. Mm -hmm. That, you know, if I get this image, then what? You still need to take the next step. Why Why not start that process with you or I and get that eval going Mm -hmm. and i I mean i like the term or the phrase walking mri we have enough (laughs) special tests to where we can give you we we have a good idea Mm -hmm. and if we feel that this is what's this customized program is going to be of benefit to you why would you go invest twenty six hundred dollars to get the mri yeah what is it going to do for you i i really would like for people to stop and think now if you come and invest that 175 dollar um amount for the eval and come to find out you do need that mri it's not like you didn't get the education necessary Mm -hmm. right you now know more than you did before and that's Mm -hmm. our goal is to make sure that you know what's going on what are your options and now there is a more definitive uh route for you to get back to where you want to be Yes. You know, it, it's you're investing in yourself. You're investing like you're spending time with an educated individual that knows more or at least can provide more education on the topic and provide some version of a regimen to get you going. If let's say surgery is warranted, right? Mm-hmm. You can still do prehab. Exactly. You, you, the exercises that we do aren't going to hurt you. Research supports the, prehab. The the manual therapy, the hands-on approach. You know, you hurt. Typically, what do you do? You stop moving. You lay down. You don't do anything. Whether it be knee pain, back pain, or anything. But, you know, if you come see us first, even if you're hurting, even if we think you need to follow up with a doctor, we still give you a plan. We exactly. give you, hey, you can still do this. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. not going to hurt you. And you can still follow up with me and make sure that there's a plan. So what? You get stronger. Even if you have surgery, you're stronger before surgery. You mm-hmm. come out of surgery stronger. And your rehab afterwards is not as long or as bad or as painful right right all three of those are very those are outcomes that have been heavily researched Mm -hmm. and i I spent a lot of time in that prehab has proven time and time again to be beneficial all the way around and those are Mm -hmm. three of the main things that are covered less pain shorter recovery and you mentioned one other one i just drew a blank i don't know me either but those are two (laughs) really good ones that i feel are integral to success mm-hmm. right you I, can we guarantee a shorter recovery sometimes a surgery does have a specific timeline mm-hmm. to facilitate proper healing so mm-hmm. whether or not you do prehab don't forget the pain aspect yeah you know you are having a compromise there is a compromise to the area you do have to heal from the surgery itself mm-hmm. you know those are things that if you do prehab you're already getting your muscles prepped to undergo a compromise mm-hmm. So I feel all the way around, it's a win-win. You're investing mm-hmm. in yourself, and if worst case scenario, or if not even, I shouldn't even say worst case. If it, the situation presents itself that you need surgery, mm-hmm. you're prepared. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you know, with all that, I think people just need to think that they can come to a physical therapist first. Right. You know, um, I I tell people, I'm like, I have a toolbox. Like Danielle has a toolbox, and we use all our tools in our toolbox to figure out what's wrong with you, what's going on and what you really need. Um, I can't speak for every therapist, sure, but our profession is leading that way. And we want people to know about us and know that we are here to help. There's so many more people in this world living in pain and we just want to be able to help, um, which is why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you mentioned help and our ability to do that 
is there Mm -hmm. and it goes back to what you said earlier or the premise of this episode is know that physical therapy is an option first Mm -hmm. know that you can in fact come to us without having to wait and we're using the arbitrary number of 45 days but it's true some people have to wait that long to see Mm -hmm. a doctor it it, you know the health care is in is is high in demand people need care Mm -hmm. so it's just like anything else you have to wait but we have more accessibility because we have that man that avenue to where we can see you and spend that amount of time necessary to get what you need and we don't need to see you as frequently sometimes we might but Mm -hmm. what the 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 premise of our ability to see you for the hour and provide you with the education necessary gives us that flexibility to see you less frequent and therefore we have more flexibility for you Mm -hmm. you know it, it, it we may or may not have Uh, as full of a schedule as a medical doctor because they're trying to make sure they get everyone in Mm -hmm. but with it when it comes to us we have that ability to be a little more flexible yes we definitely do so um i guess with that we can come to an end on our third episode and and pretty much um you know think about us first um next time you're hurting next time you're aching next time you bend over pick up a piece of paper and you start aching um don't wait too long yeah don't think it's just gonna go away mm-hmm. spend that money invest in yourself and see an optimal medical provider yeah come check us out yes thank you very much for listening you have a good evening remember this is positive reaction podcast this is dr d and dr serrano where, where you, you come, come first, first.